So what's up? This is me, um, Akeem, Raw and Cut Podcast. I really appreciate all the support. Please subscribe on my YouTube channel. That is Raw and Uncut Podcast. Um, also on IG, uh, Raw and Uncut Podcast. And please give that five-star review whenever you hear Raw and Uncut Podcast. question for African Americans has always been, what is education's purpose? Who controls it? And what is the relationship of education to the broader aspirations of our people? system denies you the chance to read and to write, the more that becomes a prize that you must have. Black colleges were redefining what it meant to be black in America. You were pursuing a career where intellect mattered. An educated black population could not be an enslaved black population. If you weren't out there demonstrating, then something had to be wrong with your school. We wanted freedom now, but whites were not prepared for any changes here. I think they should be kept out any way possible. A slaveholder could work a slave to death. He could rape a slave. He could do virtually anything, but teach a slave how to read or write. As soon as the war breaks out, the first thing they want is to get an education. They wanted those schools to be as free as possible from paternalism, from racism, whether subtle or blatant. Said you better let Movements are easily birthed on HBCU's campuses. We must love and protect each other. We're all going through the same experience. HBCU is somewhere where I can be completely myself. The black college experience provides the place to be in the majority. That is such a unique and empowering experience. This HBCU experience has taught me that anything is possible as long as you have that one spark. Let me go ahead and talk about it. Before I get started with that, I'm going to talk to you guys in regards of a couple things. One of the things that I feel like that needs to be talked about is the black community. Um, there are several different areas I can go in and talk about the black community. Um, there, there are a lot of great things that go on in our communities. Um, I talk about them all the time, um, to friends, to people. And I'm also going to have a podcast on it. Um, it's going to be called the black excellence podcast. Um, and that's for another show. This show is, is for HBCUs. The black community, in my eyes, talk to a lot of people, uh, view things on the web. Um, you know, I'm in education, so I see a lot. A lot of people have a certain perception in regards of HBCUs. One of the perceptions is, is that it's kind of like a black business. You know, 
not good, feeling a certain way about it all. I don't know if I want my kids to go there. But it's amazing that there's so much greatness that come from HBCUs, the experience, the lifestyle. Now, you got to remember, HBCUs was created for lack of choices and opportunities for black people, African-Americans at the time. Story, 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 black people has graduated from there. I don't need to go down the list, you know, but the number one just off the top of my head was Oprah Winfrey, Tennessee State. I mean, if you think about it, why not HBCUs for your kids? Why not promote them just like you would a UCLA, a LSU, or anything like that? Why are we not supporting HBCUs? I have an opinion about it. One of my opinions about it is, is that we don't never see it. The branding from other colleges are all over the place. How often do you see a Gramlin, Southern, FAMU, Tuskegee? When do we see those colleges being represented on sweaters walking down the street, hats? We don't really see it. How often do you see a famous person in your eyes, because I don't have famous people, but famous people go to the Bayou Classic on the sideline, celebrate with them. How often do you see it? There are so many different ways that you can brand schools. And unfortunately, we're just, we're not there. There's a crisis going on at HBCUs right now. Low enrollment and federal funding. It used to not be this way. And the reason why is because we supported these schools, but we don't do it anymore. These schools are not being supported by our community. But it's crazy. We are quick, quick to promote things that I feel like we shouldn't promote. A couple of them. The Jordan shoes just came out, I guess, and I'm seeing a whole bunch of people opening boxes of Jordans, telling me, you know, licking the bottoms, and they're just so excited about it. Teach his own. We are the lowest educated community in this country, and something needs to change. I think the, I think the biggest change come from home, but unfortunately, a lot of us don't have stable homes. So it needs to come from people, from the outside influences to help out. Us in the community can help out all we want, but without financial backing for anything, nothing would be successful. I know they have HBCU fairs that come around and they pretty much give you a, I mean, depending on your GPA, they give you a scholarship right on the spot. Well, not a scholarship, an acceptance letter um, saying you've been accepted into the school, which I think is great. But I also say, why is it that we as a community don't promote 
HBCUs. I'm on Twitter, and I'm on Twitter a lot, and I see, oh, my son just got accepted to this, my son just got accepted to that, and that's great. Wonderful. But I never see that my child got accepted to any of these other colleges. Morehouse, Spelman, Clark, Tuskegee, Grandland, Southern, Bethune-Cookman. I mean, the list goes on and on. There are so many schools that your child can go to and have a great experience in college and understand the roots and the history of it. For over 150 years, these schools have been around for African-Americans and black folks. We're just not taking advantage of it. Could you imagine this? If I was to tell you that 70% of our doctors and dentists comes from HBCUs, what would you think about that? Well, they do. 50% of engineers and public school teachers come from HBCUs. 35% of our black lawyers come from HBCUs. Now understand the impact of HBCUs. They put a lot of great people in society today. One thing I do know is, is that in order for us to understand what we need as a community, we need to be more educated about it. We as a community always talk about how we're not unified, how we're so divided, how we're so selfish with each other, how we don't support black businesses. But yet, I don't see a lot of people come out and support black colleges as a whole. We need to understand what's in front of us right now. What's in front of us is a youth that's confused on their history and also understanding that the world is the same. It just looks different in different lenses. There's still racism. There's still things we need to overcome as a people. There's a lot of accountability that us black people in our communities need to take. One thing about me is I'm gonna always say I'm a fair man. And fair in this sense. There are several great colleges everywhere in the country. So by all means, am I not saying that blacks should just go to black universities? What I'm saying to you is, is why not encourage them to go there just as you would another prestigious college? Because I think it's an unlevel playing field right now. I don't think we're communicating with our kids enough in regards of education from anywhere is great. I'm going to be real. School's not for everyone. But I encourage a lot of kids, especially in our communities, to get educated. Learn about the past. Learn about your history. Learn about the struggles that we've overcome to get in this society and change. We can go to HBCUs. We can, we can be doctors, lawyers, teachers. We can affect the countries. We, can, we need to be in more politics. We need to be in more legislation. We need to make laws. We need to police ourselves. 
There are so many things that we should do. Like, why don't we encourage kids to be police officers? We talk about police brutality. I think it would happen a lot less if we were policing ourselves in our own communities. Why is it that we discourage that? There are so many things that we can learn from HBCUs and understanding, in any college for that matter, but learning how to network and work with each other and build, buy an apartment complex with a buddy, buy one with your family, own property, do things with each other, work together. There's definitely nothing wrong with that. Men are the only men in the world that women, that their women, is more educated and makes more money. Now, there is nothing wrong with a woman doing that. But I challenge my brothers to do more, to stand up, understand our opportunity in these communities. They need us right now. They need us to stand up, get educated, get involved in these communities. We need to stop having things so acceptable in our community. I've talked about this in other podcasts before. But what I will tell you is, is that I'm on here talking about HBCUs, but I'm also talking about the family structure and what needs to happen in order for us to be able to be put in these positions to be successful. I had a friend of mine tell me that because of the facilities, because of the environment and the diversity on campus, that's not the real world attending an HBCU. Meaning the real world is not all black. But what I my response was is what about Yale? You know, what about Princeton in these schools that's predominantly white? Or even right now in the in the colleges, if you go to any college, it's predominantly white because we only make up um, 8%, and that's 8% of women, 4% black males. So we have a lot of development to do. We can definitely do it, but it's a must that we get educated. This is going to be a short podcast today. I, I'm just, I, I just sit around sometime and I get frustrated at reading things and seeing things, and I wanted to really express today how I felt about a lot of HBCUs, they're in so much trouble that they may close down. We need to start using our financial leverage. Yes, our financial leverage in our communities to support our colleges and our businesses. We need to grow in our communities so we can have wealth for our kids when they get older. That is how we can have a stronger voice in our communities. Let me also talk about the fact that most big colleges, the power conferences, Pac-12, SEC, ACC, um, I think I said Pac-12, Big Ten, um, all these schools, those schools make 
billions and billions and billions of dollars off our our athletes every single year. And what I mean is the same kids that's coming from our community that are struggling to even go to school every day, those kids that need guidance and help, there's a lot of good colleges. There's a lot of good colleges out there that help them. But what I'm saying to you is, could you really think about it like this? Zion Williamson. If Zion decided to go to Grambling, if LeBron said, forget it, I'm gonna instead of going straight to the NBA, I'm gonna go to, to, to Southern. All the best football players and basketball players, if they decided to go to the HBCUs and play. How much wealth do you think that would generate for the school? Do you know $13 billion NCAA tournament generated last year? Unbelievable. How much do you think those athletes got paid? Zero. Now, they wouldn't get paid at HBCU, but at least the school that's representing our communities will be getting paid to do something, to help, and also to get new gyms, to get football stadiums. Just understanding the opportunity that we have right in front of us that can generate more wealth into our communities. These communities that we live in every day HBCUs can help by not only educating a lot of these students and kids, but also giving direct money back to our communities to set up pipelines for them to come there easier. Think about it. We have a responsibility. These are great colleges. These are prestigious colleges. Don't just think because, you know, they're, they're invested by black people that, you know, they're not great colleges because they are. And I don't like that perception. This podcast was just created just to bring awareness to mom and dads, aunties, grandmas, and whoever is listening to this podcast. Support HBCUs. Support black-owned businesses. Support people podcasts and YouTubes and you know support is free so be supportive support an idea a dream and keep on dreaming reach for the stars leave those haters behind this is Akeem Raw and Cut Podcast please tune into my next episode have a good one peace Lift every voice and sing Till earth and heaven ring Ring with the harmonies of liberty Let our rejoicings rise High as the listening skies let it resound loud as the rolling sea. 
sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Oh, sing a song full of the hope that the presence has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun. Let us march on till victory is won. Oh, let us march on till victory is one